Do you feel like you're barely keeping your head above water? That no matter how hard you try, meaningful progress remains out of reach? Heather gets that. She battled an eating disorder for years before seeking help. Now in recovery, Heather is here to tell you that positive change is possible even when it doesn't feel that way. Join her as she shares openly about her struggles and small triumphs. Fair warning, though. Heather doesn't hold back. Her candid story may trigger some. But for those wanting honesty, hope, and healing, this is 1% Better with Heather. Hey there, Mellow Gaffers, and welcome to 1% Better with Heather. It's funny because it rhymes. This episode, I'm just going to call Real Life. So, if you are watching on YouTube, yes, I fully understand I look like shit on toast. Not every day is going to be a good day. This is recovery. I've been crying. I will get into why in a moment, but this is my life right now. And I wanted to do this video and episode so people know exactly what I'm going through on a daily basis. So this morning, I went to my dentist because I had to get a filling. Is this a big deal? Not for normal people. For me, yes, it is a big deal. However, I love my dentist. She is amazing. She is so kind and caring. I go for my uh, what are you, cleaning every three months. I'm friends with everyone there. They're like amazing people. And they know my story. Because when I went into the hospital and I was put on a feeding tube. I don't care how much you brush your teeth with a feeding tube and gargle with Listerine. There's some funky, <laughs> funky stuff that happens in your throat. I think it's like the taste of the uh, food that they feed you. Not that you can taste it because it's going through a tube, but it gives you some sort of weirdo funky taste in your mouth. You get like heartburn, you get gut issues, all the above. So when I left the hospital, the first person I called was my dentist. And I was like, you need to clean my teeth. I have jungle mouth. It's not going away. And when I went and saw her, I just broke down in tears and confessed everything. And she knows all about my illness. Not that she didn't have like an inkling because, well, I weighed absolutely nothing. So when I'd walk in there and every time they saw me, they were like, every time we see you, you get thinner. <laughs> and I'd think, oh, yay. Not, not so much. This is concern from people. But what they can't do anything about it, right? But when you just give over your power and tell everybody what's wrong, that's when all the healing happens. I will say that. So I go today, go get my filling. They're going to use a funky laser. And I'm like, yeah, this sounds amazing. But when I was in the hospital getting my feeding tube, it fell out a lot. I did not pull this out. And I will give everyone right now free advice. You have a feeding tube, leave it there. Do not pull it out. I don't know why people do this. They are going to put it back 
and they're not going to be happy about it. And it's traumatic. And you might not always get a really nice nurse to do it to you. And this happened to me six times. Again, I didn't pull it out. Stupid thing just kept falling out. And it's a process. Once you get that in, then you have to go down an x-ray. Make sure it's not in your lung. Oh my God. No, thank you. But I'm here getting my filling. And like I said, I have a lot of other issues. And that's what I normally think of when I go there. When the assistant went to go put in the plastic thing to keep my mouth open, I started freaking out and crying. It brought me back to that feeding tube. It really did. And this came out of left field. I didn't know what was happening. I'm crying. I'm crying now because I'm crying. I can't get out my voice. I can't get out my emotions. My dentist, who is a saint, is like, we're stopping. We need to get you calm. What is wrong? Do you want to talk to me? Do you need me to call somebody? What can I do to help you? She is lovely. If you live in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, you need to go to Genesis Dental. I'm going to give you the address. This is not an ad. They don't know that I'm doing this. Their address is City Center 3, 13761 96 Ave. Number 608, Surrey, British Columbia, Canada. They're right across from Sir Memorial Hospital. Go see them. Amazing people. Again, not an ad. They don't know I'm doing this. So after I calm down and everything, they do the filling. And it took me a long time. It did to drive home and figure out like, what did you start crying, Heather? What the hell's wrong with you? What is going on? And that's when all the puzzle pieces came with the hospital, with the tube. I'm saying all this to say that I'm a year and one month into recovery, but I haven't been in the hospital since June of 2022. So that's longer. That's a year and a half. And this has never happened to me ever, ever. So things happen. And we have to roll with punches and we have to feel the feelings and sit in it. I'm very lucky that I was in a safe space and so many people wanted to help me and calm me down. I'm very blessed. Now, I also got a phone call from my doctor today because I had an ECG two weeks ago. It came back irregular. And I always say I'm an X-Men. You hook me up to a machine. I'm going to break it. I don't know why. I just have that kind of power. So it came back irregular. But when I did get it done, they were having problems. They were taking off the like, the sticky things, hooking them up, hooking them back up, hooking them up. Hook... An ECG should be like literally five minutes in out. I was in there for over a half an hour. So I'm like, oh, yeah, no, it, I just have the gift. I messed up this machine. So I went back on Friday. Today I got the phone call because it takes a couple days. No, I didn't mess up the machine. There's something wrong with my heart. And I have to go see a specialist. Yeah. 
This is what happens when you have an eating disorder. It is a Chernobyl effect. It affects everybody, everyone around you, not just you. You may think, hey, I'm okay. I got out. Ha ha, cheated the system. No, this is a year and a half later. And something's showing up now. I would be a liar if I said I wasn't scared. I'm very scared. I'm very, very, very scared. Even at my sickest. I never thought I was checking out. The good thing is, I am Canadian. Thank God. Thank God for the Canadian healthcare system. I don't have to worry about how to pay for any of this. I don't have to worry about trying to find a cardiologist. I don't have to worry about all that. Even though the Canadian healthcare system is fucked and you might have to wait a bit. At least it's there. And I am very blessed that I have a doctor that cares about me. The one good thing is my blood doesn't match the heart. So this is where my doctor's a little bit confused is because normally if your heart comes back wonky, your blood's wonky, but my blood's fine. And my heart's okay. But I've been in the position where my blood's wonky and my heart's okay. <laughs> I wouldn't want to wish this on anybody in a million years. I smile through a lot of my videos. If you see me, I'm smiling and I'm joking because that's how I process my life. I like to look on the funny side of shit. Otherwise, I'd be doing this all the time. I'd be a crying ball of mess. It is scary. I'm a mom. I have children. If you would have said to me a year and a half ago when I was in the hospital, like, Heather, hey, maybe you're not going to go home. And I actually answered like this. I was like, ah, I've lived. And now I answer, no, I'm not done living. I want to keep here. I am a believer. I'm a child of God. I pray every freaking day. Oh my gosh, I pray. And Lord, I hope he hears me. And this is not to preach. Let me tell you the number one addiction recovery place in the world talks about a higher power and there's a reason for it and it's step number two you need to put your faith in something my friend you do and I do have faith and I do have a great community around me and I do have a great family around me but I'm human I always say that I don't have feelings and you can't hurt them and really to a point you can't I am strong like bull. I am Polish-Ukrainian. I am built like this. However, today was a lot. And 
I wanted to show you what real recovery is all about. Real recovery is not watching those people on TikTok or any social media, laughing through it, eating all the pizza in the world and haha, get ready with me. We're going to go to blood work. No, this is real recovery. You look like you got hit by a fucking truck. I look like a dumpster fire, which is fine. I'm okay with it. And real shit is coming down the pipe. Yeah. But we can do hard things. I'm a warrior. I'm a survivor. I haven't given up yet. I literally climbed out of my grave a year ago. I can keep going. However, it recovery is not for the weak, my friend. You got to keep pushing through. And damn it, I will. I will. I'm probably going to go back upstairs to my bed and cry my face off and have a pity party for one right now. That's okay. You want to have a pity party for one? Go ahead. But let me tell you, I will be back tomorrow ready to fight this war. But right now, I need to go give some self-care to myself, be nice to myself, and get my mental health back on a smooth surface, so to speak. If you are going through any of this, you have a friend in me, please write info at 1percentbetter.ca. That's the email. I will write you back. No one's ever alone. And it does take a village. 1% better every day. Take care of you. That's all for this episode of 1% Better. To continue the conversation, head over to our website at www.1percentbetter.ca, where you can access more stories and resources. We'd also love it if you subscribed and left us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And remember, friends, progress takes patience, perspective, and sometimes a little help from people who get it. So be kind to yourself and others as we work to get 1% better every day. We'll see you back here next week.